somewhere in the world, someone is dreaming for that, writing down on their vision board right now to be running my own business, to have a break every day, to sit on my veranda and sip a cup of coffee. So I think it's, again, making that conscious choice to stop and appreciate what we have in our everyday life because it's not the big things that are always going to bring us more joy. My name is Samantha Riley, and this is the podcast for coaches, course creators, and experts who want to grow their influence, income, and impact to take their coaching business to a million dollars and beyond. We're going to share the latest business growth, marketing, and leadership strategies, as well as discussing how you can use your human design to create success in business and life inside and out. Create the influence, income, and impact you need to build your business so you can create your ideal lifestyle. It's time to make a difference and scale up. This is the Influence by Design podcast. Welcome to today's episode of Influence by Design. I'm your host, Samantha Riley, and very excited today to be talking on a topic that is a little bit different to what we normally talk on. This isn't a tactic that you can plug into Instagram and get some sort of results tomorrow. This is a much bigger topic a topic that I believe that we should all be diving into um, because it makes so much difference on how we show up in business. So we're going to be talking today about happiness and I'm going to be interviewing Carla Marie who's a sought after happiness coach, number one best-selling author, entrepreneur, she's a yoga instructor, a podcast host, a professional speaker and she's on a mission to help people live a happier life. Through her life experience, she's learned that happiness isn't guaranteed, but it's something that we can consciously choose and create if we're taught the right tools. And that's certainly what we're going to be talking about with her today. She is a generator, which is no surprise with all of those things that she's doing. She's very accomplished. So welcome to the show, Carla. Oh, thank you so much for having me, Smith. That's such a treat on a Friday afternoon. <laughs> I know, right? This is so good. And you and I had a great conversation a few weeks ago for your podcast. You want to just give us a little, give your podcast a little bit of a shout out? Yeah. So um, my podcast is called Get Happy Hour. And I love to talk to people like yourself or just other entrepreneurs, thought leaders, all about little tips and tricks that they use in their day, in their lives, in their business, with their families, how to bring more happiness into our lives. Because I love mm. hearing things. Like when I heard your wedding story, like I've been telling so many people that. I'm like, what a ball. Like I love it. I love it because I'm such an adventurer, you know. Yeah. So I love chatting to um, people like yourself and having a laugh. So remember we had the laugh off. Um, so oh, anyone out there that wants to laugh more, just uh, listen to my show because um, hopefully I make you laugh or either cringe in either way. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I laughed a lot. I had an absolute ball. We talked about all the things that we love to do. I certainly got off that call that we had happier and I'm a happy person anyway, but we had so much fun. And for anyone that doesn't know my wedding story, listen to Carla's episode and uh, you'll find that out. I won't tell you what that is. Let's start off, you know, you talk about happiness being a conscious choice. And I think that there are so many people in this world that don't realize this, I guess. And it's not, you know, it's not that they're pushing back from happiness, but it's very easy to get caught up in the, this is the way you should live your life, be good at school so you can go to uni and get this job. Mm. What is it that brought your journey to this place? Like how did you arrive here with this as such a passion of yours? Yeah, for sure. Thanks for asking. I was like everyone else and I guess we go to school and we get taught mathematics and English and 
Um, this is what your life's meant to look like and maybe you do this. And no one was really teaching us what happiness is or what happiness feels like. But I do remember as a child laughing so hard until my belly hurt. I remember going to my friend's house and uh, nearly wetting my pants because we were laughing so much. You know, that feeling where you just laugh. Uh-huh, and, it was, uh-huh. and it was all the time. It wasn't just like once a year when you get together with your friends. It was like every day. Uh-huh. Um, so I, I just know that I love that feeling. I started living my life. You know, I grew up and I had all these goals and aspirations. I started backpacking the world, going to acting school overseas. And when I was living overseas, I just loved the thought. I was backpacking for three and a half years of waking up every day, not knowing where I was going, uh, not knowing who I was going to meet. And I didn't really have the same responsibilities that we have in our everyday life. So money for me was like, well, I just wanted to get away with being as cheap as I could. So I shared a bed with another girl for like three years. But I think I was living consciously because I wasn't on a routine. Like every day I just wake up and I might meet Samantha and you say, oh, you know, you're in Germany. You should just catch the train to Turkey. And I was like, oh, okay, maybe I should. So then, you know, yeah. you're always at your wit's end because you're at a terminal. You don't know how to speak the language. So you've got to actually be looking around. You've got to be reading. Um, you've got to be asking people. And because I, I did it for so long, I love that feeling of just being so free. I felt free, you know, mm-hmm. and then my visa ran out, my money ran dry, and, well, I had to come home to Australia. And I remember sitting on that plane and I was really nervous. I knew that I'd changed and I knew what life would be like here. I was coming back to my hometown. I was going to surprise my parents. And the last few countries I'd been to were Egypt, Africa. I worked in an orphanage in Africa. So I completely saw the other side of life. Mm-hmm. And I realised that the way I grew up uh, is not the way – a lot of people in the world grow up mm-hmm. and I was scared because I didn't want to come back into this life where I had a million pairs of clothes. I just didn't know what was going to happen. So I turned, mm-hmm. I came back, I landed on my parents' doorstep. They were really excited because I hadn't seen me in so long. My mum yeah. kept walking into me in the bathroom. She's like, oh my God, I just can't believe you're home. And I'm like, mum, okay, <laughs> privacy now, I'm old. Like I've turned, you know. Yeah, um, yeah. And then it didn't take me long. I, I did at the beginning come back and I chucked out everything in my wardrobe because I just didn't want to be part of that. Mm-hmm. But it didn't take me long to get caught up in it, you know. We see mm-hmm. the ads. I was going out with my girlfriends and they all had these new jeans on and their nails done. And then, you know, I wanted to, I got caught up in it. Mm-hmm. Didn't know what I was going to do with my job. And so I decided to go into business. That's a whole other story with and open up my own business. I own a gym. And then a few years later, I opened up a yoga school. So Mm -hmm. in that time, I knew that I was a hustler and I had this goal to get this gym up and running and that so I could just get it going and then I'd backpack off overseas again. But in like if anyone's opened a business, which I'm sure most of your uh, listeners have, it's not always like one year and you're out of here, Carla. It's like, you know, a lot of hard work. Uh And I did, I was really enjoying, I thought I was really enjoying what I was doing and I was, but I was so caught up in the daily grind. So I got mm. up every morning, I had a quick shot of coffee, I then go to work. You know, I'd be lucky to get a workout in, which I love working out. I then work all day, I'd come home. I stopped socialising so much with people because I was too busy and I was getting mm-hmm. known for being that busy girl. Oh, you know, Carla, let's not invite Carla, she's too busy. She's mm. getting that, you know, her business up and running. And then it was that I went to 
another yoga school and um, this is before my school opened and I was laying there in the savasana you know where you shut down your eyes and it's really awkward the first time dead you do man's it because, pose. <laughs> yeah, dead man's pose exactly I love to watch people come into that pose because the first time you come in you can't lay there still your eyes are going you're like what do you mean shut my eyes what do you mean be still you know but <laughs> it's if, my favorite pose <laughs> oh I know but after a few sessions we're all like oh so nice yeah yeah um but I was laying in the savasana and I still remember the teacher saying to me or saying to the class, but I felt like she was saying it to me. It's now time to shut down your eyes and turn off the voices inside your head. Mm-hmm. If you haven't think you've got that voice that's telling you that you need to get up and go and do this thing, that you need to wear these pair of clothes to your um, out, or that you're, you know, you've got this list of tasks to do, then that's the voice inside your head that's telling you all the stories that are controlling your life. Mm. And it was sort of like just this thing in my head, and I thought, oh my God. I have been listening to this voice that isn't truly me for so Mm. long now and it's sort of just like it was just this little moment in my, you know, and I just was like, I've got to do something about this. And so Mm. that's when I started to really delve into my meditation practice. Um, I'm now a meditation teacher. But I just really had to delve down this lifestyle of what made me happy and I became my own experiment. So I was Mm -hmm. like, okay, I do enjoy doing my job and I do enjoy uh, the businesses and stuff, but... I'm not doing anything in those days that bring me joy, uh, that make me laugh anymore. You know, I don't want to be known as a busy girl. Busy is boring. I want to be known Mm. as a fun, energetic, happy girl. So I just completely went on my own experiment and added all these things, which now is my coaching program that I do with people. But, like, how can I add more variety and spices and joy into my life? So that's what I did. And I've now really created my ideal lifestyle. I teach yoga, I jump in the ocean every day, I walk my dog every day, I sit down and read my book because a book's something that brings me happiness. But I really made this choice that happiness was my choice, mm. you know, and like most of us, I feel like we get stuck. Oh, I think I'll be happy when my boyfriend proposes to me. Mm-hmm. Or I think I'm going to be happy when I get that job or I get that business running. But then we mm-hmm. get that thing and honestly two hours later it's like, oh, all right, so now I've got to be happy when, you know, it's like this, mm-hmm, it's mm-hmm. not happiness. Yeah, yeah. And my the happiness bit, comes first, right? Yeah, and then yeah. you attract those things, yeah. Totally. Happiness comes from within. So how can we be happy without any of that? You know, and I've mm-hmm. gone and worked in orphanages in India and Africa and I've seen these beautiful kids. You know, they have nothing, no food, on their, no food to eat, no shoes on their feet. They're sleeping on the ground every day. But I can tell you they are smiling with joy and they are laughing and they remind us what happiness truly is. Mm. And I think like us, we don't stop for even a second in our day to even notice that we've got this ocean around us or that there's sun issues. Like we're so busily hustling all the time that yeah. we forget to even look at someone in that eye. And, you Absolutely. know, in COVID just, COVID just like rip people apart because we don't want to stop. What do you mean we have to stop? What do you mean we can't go out? What do you mean we need all these distractions to keep us happy? Well, what we mm-hmm. think happiness is. Take it all back. Can we be happy with what we have? Can we be grateful yeah. for what we have now? And then all the other stuff will come and, you know, it will give you this extra joy maybe. But if you can't be happy with yourself, with what you are right now, then the truth is we're never going to be happy. Mm. And that's the reason I invited you onto the show because I think that so many people go into business to have more freedom. And then all of a sudden, and it, and it's it's very covert, you don't realize it's happening. All of a sudden you get into this habit of working more 
more, more, more. And I've certainly been in this before. Amazing. We were just working 24-7. And I remember back in 2005, I think it was, and me and my ex-husband now were booked to go overseas. We were going to Europe for three weeks. My sister was living in London. We were going to meet up with her, go to Paris. It was like I was so excited. We were going without the kids. And two days before we left, the manager of our store just went, I have to quit and I've got to quit tomorrow. And I remember going, oh, my God, we can't go. And my and at the time, my husband was saying to me, are you serious? Are you absolutely serious that that has crossed your mind? <laughs> like we can sort this out. We've been, you know, we've been doing this. But it was such a habit for me to be working totally. all the time. And that was, a, that was a real, that was one of, you know, when you have those moments and you're like, that's where my thinking fit. That was one of them. Oh, for sure. Because it's so easy to get into this habit. 100%. Yeah. And where we think we have to answer it straight away. Like we get those emails and we like have to answer it straight away. Where I'm like, hold on, Carla. No, I don't. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and it's my grandma once said to me, because I was saying, I was the same thing. Oh, I want to go. I'm going to go away for three months. I just don't know if the businesses can cope or, you know, who's going to teach yoga. And then I said, do you think I should go? And this is my nana who's like, you know, in her 80s. And she says, yeah. well, why wouldn't you? Yeah. Like, I don't understand why you wouldn't even like, are you going to stay here just because of that? And yeah. I'm like, you're right. Why wouldn't I? Absolutely. Absolutely. And I remember being, uh, so I've got a fitness background as well. So um, I used to be a PT and I remember, so I, at the time that I was a PT, I also ran a dance studio and we also had two shops. So it was super, super busy. And I remember, you know, being a dancer, I know the importance of stretching and went, you know what, I'm going to try a body balance class because I wasn't a class kind of person at the time, you know, because I was in class at dancing. If I was in the gym, it was purely weights. But I decided I was going to try this body balance class. And, you know, at the end of the class, you go into a bit of a, a you know, lie down and a bit of a meditation. And I used to get up and like, yep, okay, we've finished the class, I'm out. Yeah. And the, one, of the, the, one of the times I was there, I was there with another friend of mine who was in business and she said to me, she came out and went, are you like, what's going on? Are you not well or something? I went, no, 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 the class is done. She went, you don't understand. That's the part of the class that you should be doing more totally. than anyone I know. Absolutely. Um, so how did you make that change or how did, you know, because you talked about the habit of being busy, how did you make that change into put like putting those little things into place that you hadn't previously? Because well, it's very yeah, no, totally. great habits. Oh, and I'm still, like, don't get me wrong, I'm still known as being pretty busy and hustler. But yeah, yeah. the difference is I'm conscious of it and I'm conscious of my choices. So mm -hmm. I'm conscious of building the day around me and how I like it. And I'm conscious of making happiness number one. Mm -hmm. So the biggest distinction for me was, yes, uh, consciousness, basically, and not mm -hmm. living a life on autopilot, but instead creating a day to suit mm -hmm. me. So like the one of the first things I did was I wrote down everything in my normally weekly to-do list or mm -hmm. daily tasks. And I went through and said, what do I enjoy doing? And what don't I enjoy doing? Mm. Without even thinking about like, do I have to pay someone to do it or whatever? Just like when I think of that thing, does it make me smile or not? You know, mm -hmm. for me, cooking, I love to cook. So, yeah, I love getting home and having my fresh organics and cooking dinner. Like that brings me a lot of joy. I know some people hate it. Like I have clients that go, oh, my God, I can't cook. I hate it. It, it makes me angry. So I'm yeah. like, okay, well, let's get rid of that. So like yeah. I just went through my complete day and got and highlighted what brings me joy, what doesn't. All right, what doesn't bring me joy? 
how can I get rid of it? What can I delegate or do I even need to be doing it? So I don't clean my house. I have a cleaner that comes every week. You know, I'm mm-hmm. not going to wash my dog. No offense. I love my dog. I walk it every day because I love walking her, but mm-hmm. I'm not going to wash her. So she goes to the puppy groomer. You mm-hmm. know, there's just these little things that we do. I'll cook. No, no absolutely no qualms on that. But um, I'm not going to go to the um, markets every week because I, I feel like that's two hours of my day that I can get it delivered to me. You know, mm-hmm. so it's just mm-hmm. making these little distinctions. So then when we get rid of those things that don't bring us joy, we think about what really does. So Carla absolutely loves to walk her dog every day, mm-hmm. to swim in the ocean every day, mm-hmm. to sit in the sunshine and read a book for an hour with a coffee every day. Well, most days, let's say like, you know, my working day 80% of the time. Mm-hmm. Uh, I love to meditate. I love to do yoga. I've got all these cool things that I love to do. I love to laugh with my friends. Um, I've got a sauna at my house, so I love to have friends over for a sauna party. Oh, that's so cool. <laughs> yeah, it's awesome. It's like the new thing now. Everyone's like, hello, is your sauna free tonight? Let's have a cup of tea in the sauna. Um, <laughs> it's great. It's really brought me a lot of joy, and it's been able to a great way to connect to people just at my house. Mm-hmm. Um, so I then went through and thought, okay, how can I add? And I put them all, I make my clients put them all in their fridge. And I challenge you every day to make sure that you do three of them. Just three. Mm-hmm. So what can you do? And do they bring you a smile? Because I, I say this a lot. You know, you see your nephews. I've, I've got my nephews camping down the street at the moment at Yamada Beach Caravan Park. And I just de- yesterday took them down some um, uh, a present I bought them. And, mm-hmm. like, the excitement is out of control. It's like the, we- the yeah. flapping of their wings. They're like, oh, my God, Carla. <laughs> oh, my God, honey, Carla, what is it? What is it? You know? And I just thought, yeah. what, when do we do that? Like, when was the last yeah. time you flapped your wings? I'm yeah. sure yeah. we haven't. So, for me, it's about deciding every day that I want to do something that makes me feel like I want to flap my wings, that I get this joy in my heart, that I want to laugh. I love to be so consumed, uh, you know, by laughter. I just love it, you know, where I do want to wet my pants because yeah. it makes me feel so good. So if I yeah. feel like I haven't laughed today, I'm like, okay, how am I going to get a laugh in? So in yoga, yeah. in Happy Baby, I make everyone laugh. We do a laughing oh, exercise. Oh, that's so cool. <laughs> I make everyone, you know, because I want to laugh and it's hysterical because everyone feels a bit nervous and then I just crack up laughing yep. like I did with you on my show. And yep. the whole yoga studio is cracking up laughing and it just uplifts us, you know. Yeah. So that's what yep. I think it's just we clean our teeth every day. We're taught that. We're taught that we, you know, do all these other little tasks a day, clean our teeth, brush our hair, but we're not taking that time to make a choice to do anything for ourselves that brings us mm. joy. So that's the trick. You need to build a habit to make yourself number one and your happiness number one. Absolutely. And from what I was hearing, and, and it would be interesting, I mean, you're hearing this all the time from your clients, but it's not something I'd really thought about of other people before. You talked about walking your dog and going in the sauna and hanging out with friends and, you know, having a cup of tea in the sun. These aren't like things that you need a million dollars for. Oh, um, no, I, no. You know, Absolutely and sometimes not. we can get get caught up with those dreams being like the really big dreams and not thinking about those seemingly little things because they're not really little things because they actually can change our whole day. I'm the same. Like today I had a back-to-back day and someone wasn't well and they cancelled and I was like, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to go listen to a podcast on the balcony with a cup of coffee, exactly like you oh, said, and listen best. to a podcast. And yeah. we live on the ocean. So I'm on, you know, I'm just, I've got my podcast in, I'm in the sun, I'm watching the guys surfing out the front. And I was just like, oh, this is awesome. 
you know, totally. and it was it cost me nothing. Although it cost me a little bit of time, but you oh, know, yeah. But the time is, you know. So I think like we only have apparently four hundred thousand on average days in our life, or something like this. You know. Okay. And that that's seems a bit sobering. Like, yeah, it is. It's a short time. So why are we hustling so much and not enjoying? Yeah. You know, I don't. I don't understand this. And I did the Kokoda Trail uh, a few years ago. And I remember I was walking with my guide and he was carrying my bags. And I was mm-hmm. with a group of Australians. I was leading the group. And my guide says to me, oh, my group, we were hungry. Like we'd been walking yeah. for a few hours and, you know, Australians, we love to start to whinge. Like when's the next break? We've been walking so long, <laughs> you know. Like, that would be me. I get hangry very quickly. Oh, and you are, you are. Like, But they were feeding us really great food. Like, And it was just like, yep. normally every four hours. But they'd always say it's soon. Like they wouldn't tell you exactly when because, you know, uh-huh. it depends on the – terrain and things like that. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, my guide behind me, he goes, I don't get you Aussies. He goes, you come to my country and you want to walk. He goes, you actually pay me to take you to walk. And he goes, but then all you do is you whinge. He oh. said, me, I walk all day, every day. I have no shoes on my feet. I carry all your bags and me lucky to have two bananas. But I tell you, when I go home and I see my wife and my baby, oh, me just so happy. <gasps> and that for me was like, we can be happy with the simplest things if we take a moment to stop and to appreciate it. Like if you mm-hmm. look at your day today, oh, I had back-to-back meetings of my own business, mm-hmm. you know, at my house, at my beautiful mm-hmm. house that I live on the beach. And then mm-hmm. I go outside and I sit on the veranda with a podcast in my ear, with the technology at my fingertips, with a mm-hmm. hot coffee and the sun shining on me. That yeah. is someone's dream. Somewhere yeah. in the world, someone is dreaming for that, writing down on their vision board right now to be running my own business, to have a break every day, to sit on my veranda and sip a cup of coffee. You know, so I think it's, again, making that conscious choice to stop and appreciate what we have in our everyday life because mm-hmm. it's not the big things that are always going to bring us more joy. Mm, mm, absolutely. And this brings me to the next question because I feel that gratitude for me, is the biggest bringer of joy in Mm -hmm. my world. If I'm having a down day or if I get really, gosh, you know, I call them human moments because I pay myself. Oh, my God. I'm having a human moment, you know. Everything seems like it's going wrong. For me, it's like, okay, Sam, stop, take a breath, get your pen out and start writing it down, everything you're grateful for. Mm -hmm. Because having gratitude just, it completely changes your state. So do you have a gratitude practice? Oh, do I have gratitude practice? I'm the biggest lover of gratitude. I'm much like you. And um, I do gratitude twice a day. So when I say that, I all three times a day, like I'll meditate in the morning, but that's, I'm a TM meditator. So I use a mantra and then at the end of that, I'll just uh, in my mind think about how grateful I am for my body. Hang on. What is TM? Um, so transcendental meditator, like transcendental. Oh, okay. I've yeah. never heard it just as TM. Oh, right. So, so like, yeah, just using a mantra, like, and then at the end of that, I just think about like how lucky I am to have a body and breath and then just a few things in the morning. That's in my mind. And then at lunchtime when I'm reading my book, um, I have a journal and every day I'll write down the whole page of things I'm grateful for. 
And I often like use things that I'm grateful for now. And then I use to project my manifestations and what I'm working on. So, you know, even things like I'm so grateful for what's something I'm working on for myself. Like say, I'm so grateful for my husband and I walking along the beach, holding hands. So if that's something I'm looking to manifest, I'll write down that in that journaling time as well. And then at the end of the day, um, I go to bed and I write down again um, the top three things that I'm grateful for. So out of the whole day, because I've already written a whole list, but I think about like what was just so amazing today um, and I write that down. And so yesterday, like my nephew, uh, when I gave him that present, he says, oh, I love you, Anikala. And so that was yesterday. Like at the end of the day, I'm just like, I am just so unbelievably grateful for Ashton saying that to me. And Aww. then, um, yeah, and then on the other side, I, I flip the piece of paper over and just before I go to bed, I write a desire down as well. Mm-hmm. You know, what I desire for tomorrow or what I desire, like I always write down that I wish to have a really deep sleep. So, yeah, gratitude uh, has changed my life. And I really do yeah. say that that is... Because I think like if we can be grateful for what we have now, and when you just actually stop and think about what we do have, it's amazing. Like it's Absolutely. unbelievable. We live in paradise. And I say yeah. this a lot, like the way I live my day is someone's holiday. I taught yoga. I go for mm-hmm. a swim at the beach. I come back, I talk to you on here, and then I might have a sauna later tonight. You know, like that is a dream. Yes, yes. Your story before talking about the children in Africa, I had a a moment that completely changed my perspective of the world. And we were in Cambodia and we were walking through, we walked off the beach and sort of straight into like, it wasn't jungle, but it was like, I guess maybe rainforest, but it was very thick vegetation. Mm -hmm. And we were walking and all of a sudden I saw these kids and then noticed like it was just, it wasn't a house. It wasn't even, I don't know if you call it a shanty. It was seriously just like, three walls of galvanized iron with just another one on top it wasn't even a house it wasn't even closed off with four walls and the kids were running around and you know that sound when kids are really happy and they've got that really happy laugh like that to me is one of the best sounds in the world and these kids were playing chasey and they were laughing and i was like oh my goodness they live in something that's like our sheds in our backyard in Australia are fancier than where they were living. And they were running around having an absolute blast. And that was one, you know, and again, one of those moments where I went, wow, happiness. And I knew, I guess, on a certain level, but this took it to a whole new level. Well, when you see it and you experience this, we all hear this, like, oh, there's all these people around the world. And a lot of people haven't left our country. So we don't really know what it's like to... yeah. To really be that. That's why I'm a big lover of traveling. Like that's one of my top, I travel as much as I can. And reading, like I read a lot of stories, true stories, biographies, just to always be like, oh my God, like um, he just died earlier this a few months ago and Eddie Ehad or whatever his name is, Eddie, um, happiest man on earth. You know, you read his his story about like living in those concentration camps and he came back to Australia I mean, you can't sit there and read that book and feel sad because we're, yep. we're being fed. We've got food in our fridges and majority of people in Australia do. I sometimes yep. think that if we took it all away, you know, like COVID taught many of us a lot of things, what we do really love. Mm-hmm. You know, I really did miss going to a cafe and sitting down and having a coffee because yep. I never have coffee really at home. I always go to the cafe and have it in a mug. Okay. So that was a big thing for me, like, Wow. I do really enjoy that and I've missed that experience. So I think like sometimes we need to take it back. Um, yeah. You know, we live a very privileged life and going to visit places and doing things for people or even this morning I did a, we did a private yoga class for a lady who's blind 
you know, and she comes wow. into the yoga studio with her dog and she wants to do the fly high, uh, the fly high. So that's in straps. I had my mum with me. Um, I asked my mum to help me because this is the first time I was, uh, I have another lady I use uh, that she's blind as well. But this time um, my mum came and my mum just said, Carla, I just, after that, she goes, I just feel so amazing. Like that was so wow. nice to do that for that lady, but you just don't realise like how good we have it just to even be able to see. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Wow. And I'm loving this. And I think that as entrepreneurs, you know, this is what we want. We, you know, we do go into business because we know, we know at our core that anything is possible. That's why we go into entrepreneurship because let's face it, it's not an easy journey. It throws, it's almost like completely living a game of Donkey Kong every day and having those barrels, you know, totally. throwing, Nothing throwing down the track yeah. at you. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. You know, but I guess taking a stop and having a, a reset and going, you know, what is it that I want to do? How much have you noticed that this, um, I guess, way of living has changed your business? Because you had this this epiphany sort of in the middle of having business or, at, you know, in your business journey. What were some of the things you noticed that happened in your business? Well, I actually became a lot more conscious and joyful when I was in the business because mm-hmm. I made sure that I was only doing tasks that I want to do. Mm-hmm. So my days of sitting at the gym and calling my members, I don't do that anymore. You know, very rarely, unless I've got a staff member sick or, you know, if you're calling me up to cancel your membership, I'm not doing that. You know, what I love to do with people is I love to do the PT side of things. Mm -hmm. Um, I teach yoga. I love teaching yoga, but I don't do the classes I don't want to do. And I work the day to suit my needs. You know, like I've created Mm -hmm. my own day now because all based on what brings me joy and what doesn't. But when I started to live more from a joyful and happy place, oh, everything changed. I found this amazing manager that walks in and does those phone calls so much better than I ever have. I sit there mm. and I listen to her and I think, oh, my God, what was I doing for years? You yeah. know? And I talk, like my job is now just talking to people and I, I find like I'm there, I'm present when I'm with someone because I'm not thinking about a 100 other things that I've got to do. I think it's really scary at times to delegate tasks, but, man, there is people out there that do it so much better than us. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I feel like it's helped my business so much better and I know that I can step back and there's someone there that can, like that is the scariest thing in the world is like the first time I went away for three months and I left it. But, man, they do a, such a good job. But when you step back, they actually take ownership. Yes, yeah, because you're giving them the space to take ownership. Take ownership, yeah. I'm not like yep. controlling them. So I feel yep. like on all parts it's only positive because I can't mm. be in every place at every one time and be present to every single person. Mm. But I want to be present to every person that I interact with and I want to be fully conscious when I'm there. I want to be in my yoga class. I want to be with my PTs or I want to be with my coaching clients. So I feel like once I decided to live more consciously and to create my own day, everything else magnified. Mm. Not always, obviously there's days, but majority of of the time, yeah. Yeah. And I guess what where I was heading and you certainly went into it was when we can create the space to give ourselves what we want, we give others the space to get what they want as totally. well. Because that manager that you've got in there, she wanted a job. 
she does the job better than you. So it means that you're happier. It means that she's happier. It means that your members have a better experience. It might mean that you attract more members. And I think we can forget about the kind of things that can happen because we're so, we're holding on so tightly to what we don't want out of fear Mm. that we don't create the space to bring in what we do want. Totally. And an exercise I love to do with my uh, clients is if you imagine a person, like you've got two people you can go out with tonight for dinner. Mm -hmm. One person is really present when she's with you. She's fun. She loves to laugh. And she really is working at bringing as much joy into her life as she can. So -hmm. she wants to do fun experiences with you. Like she wants to go to the comedy club or, you know, have a how to host a murder party or let's go out for dinner and let's dress up in frocks because it's nice to dress up and put some lippy on. Mm-hmm. Or you have that friend that has invited you out and or she complains a lot because she hates a job. She's always whinging because she's so busy. Mm-hmm. Oh, man, who do I want to hang around? <laughs> it's not really even a thought, is it? No, but majority of us sometimes if we're not conscious of what person we are being, We end up being that person that we don't want to hang around Mm. because we're so caught up in our own busyness, our own hustle, that people think, oh, my God, she's always on. Like, you know, she's got no time. She's not present when I'm with her. Mm. That's why I say, like, what sort of person do you want to show up as? Because you've got to create that person, really, the reality is. Love it. Carla, I just, I love being around you. You've got so much energy. You're so fun. I absolutely love our conversations. Can you tell our listeners where they can go to stay connected with you? Yeah, sure, please. Um, As I mentioned earlier, my podcast, Get Happy Hour. Um, So I'm always talking about little happiness trips. And I talk to amazing people like Samantha. She's coming on the show. Um, It'll be aired in a few weeks. And um, my website, Carla Marie Simpson. Um, I'm a happiness coach. If you are feeling like, you're actually not really that happy. And this is a question I ask people is like, honestly, be truthful with yourself. Are you happy right now? And don't just say, yeah, 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 life is okay. Like I'm flowing the motion. Like, are you truly happy? Because if you only have 400,000 days on earth, on the average, don't you want everyone to be smiling and joyful? And if you need a little bit of help in that, that's what I do. I help people create their days. How can you bring in more joy? How can we get let go of the fear and, you know, work on your limiting, limiting beliefs. Uh, yeah, that's all on my website, Carla Marie Simpson. You can see me on Instagram, Facebook, all that jam. Um, I've got a book, Find Your Happy, which you can get as well on my website. Um, but just, yeah, drop a line. I love to chat. And if you've got something that really brings you joy, always let me know because um, mm-hmm. I'm always looking for more things. Like if I can add something into my life that I wasn't doing before, I'm like, oh, I missed out on that. That was That's gold. Yeah, that's fun. Yeah, I'm going to take that one up for sure. <laughs> love it Carla thanks so much for being on the show it's been an absolute pleasure to speak with you today no worries thank you Samantha so much for having me and um, yeah this will go into my gratitude journal tonight I'm very grateful for the time thank you thanks for joining me for this episode of the Influence by Design podcast if you want more head over to samanthariley.global forward slash podcast for the show notes and links to today's gifts and sponsors And if you're looking to connect with other coaches and experts who are growing and scaling their business too, come and join the Coaches Course Creators and Speakers group on Facebook. The links are all waiting for you over at samanthariley.global.